Hello, everybody. Welcome in to the Penny Lane podcast. Today, Blaine is joined by neurophysiologist Louisa Nicola, who acts as a brain coach for CEOs, athletes, and investors. They discuss how to optimize your brain for success in this can't-miss episode. Today's show is brought to you by Last Bottle Wines, Magic Mind, Espanita Tequila, and the Personify app. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Enjoy. Hello, Louisa. Welcome to the Penny Lane Podcast. How are you? Hi, I'm so excited to be here, Penny. Thank you for having me. Of course. We're so happy you came. So um, could you tell us just like a quick five minutes about your background? Yeah. So originally trained as a neurophysiologist. So I you know, we're, we're trained to do nerve conduction studies, uh, neurology, uh, EEGs, and I ventured out into my own company, which is the intersection of neuroscience and high performance, really. So I work in two spaces. I work in the athletic field and I work in the hedge fund space um, here in New York City. And I do everything from brain optimization to uh, basically perfecting somebody's entire nervous system so they can perform better, think faster and live longer. Incredible. Incredible. Mm. We, um, on the podcast, we're like very, very into this, uh, this subject. We have talked to a lot of people who are trading psychologists and work in the like mental space of trading. And our, the person we've talked to probably most famously is Jared Tindler, who is a golf coach. Do you know who he is? Yeah. 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 And he, I'm now working with him um, as like a private coach for just me. And it's just been phenomenal. Mm. And I believe he's more so on the psychology um, side of things. I, uh, I work yes. more so on the medical side. So what's the, what's the difference? So I work on the hardware. So I, I will do anything from an MRI to an EEG, which is an electroencephalogram. So I'll actually look at the brain and see areas of dysfunction. Um, I'll also do blood work analysis, uh, DNA testing. Okay. And what, um, what are you looking for when you do those tests? So have you got kids by the way? I do, and okay. they both have COVID, so. Oh, oh no, I'm sorry to hear I, that. It's okay, it just really <laughs> threw a little monkey wrench into our week, so we're that's all okay. here. Yeah. Um, that's cute. Um, so your question, could you repeat that please? Um, the di what do you use the test for? So, uh, great question. So we had a, I'll give you an example of a, a patient, okay? He was a, um, he had 50 billion under asset management and he came to me and he's like, Louisa, he was 49 years old. This was in 2019. And he said, Louisa, I'm seeing a decline in my performance. I don't know what's happening. I've assessed the market. Everything was good from a market perspective, his software, his team, everything was, he's doing the same thing. He said, but I'm just not thinking the same. Things are just not feeling the same. I'm, I'm lethargic. I just, I, I can't, I'm getting brain fog. So I did a, a brain scan just to really understand what is happening in his brain because we can feel off some days. days. We can feel like we're not making sharp, quick decisions, but we don't know what that's from. Could it be from the way we sleep, the way we think? So we did a brain scan on him and we found that his brain was a 65-year-old brain. 
So it does this normative database and it tells you, okay, this is what a brain looks like at 40, at 45. His brain came back as a 65-year-old, but he was 49. So we had to sit down with him and figure out why is your brain aging at an accelerated pace? And this is, you know, this is what we do and we find out, okay, great. We need to get you sleeping better. We need to get you eating better. We need to get you hydrating, etc. Fascinating. Um, so this podcast is mostly about like my personal journey into learning how to trade, which I started learning how to trade in COVID at 36 years old, which is, you know, later than a lot of people. And I very famously had to quit drinking for like seven or eight months to learn how to use the software. And I mean, I just didn't, it, I'm an artist, so it like didn't naturally come to me how to use the software and learn how to trade and all of that. And then um, since then, so many people in the community have taken like a very similar route to just try to cut out anything that could be causing them to not be as sharp. And now we've, as a group, sort of gone into um, like different, uh, added, like, teas or mushrooms or other things like that that could like elevate some type of like mental performance which has been so interesting but i what a what a wonderful thing to have like actual medical evidence of what's going on yeah that's versus exactly just right. like we'll just troubleshoot <laughs> yeah that's completely true and that's exactly what we do everything is it's never my opinion it's always you know based and backed on science yeah so it your field how many how many people like you are there i just know of myself right now <laughs> okay okay yeah. and what's the percentage of athletes versus people in the financial industry so i would say it's about 70 30 right now uh, 70 percent athletes high performance you know we've got mba um, a few tennis players nfl players and then uh, the rest would be corporate organizations and hedge funds. Yeah. So what's the number one complaint that athletes come to you with? I just want to feel on my game. I want to be able to think faster. I want to be able to see things in my peripheral vision that others can't see. I want to be able to just feel like I am doing more for less amount of time. Okay. And some of them have sleep complaints though. Sorry. I've got a lot of, so most of my athletes, when they go through their heavy season, like the NBA playoffs, for example, or, um, you know, Wimbledon's on right now, they do a lot of traveling. And because of that, they're suffering. Um, their circadian rhythm is off. Their jet lag, their eating is off. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We just, um, interviewed, a someone who has founded and started, he's the CEO of Hush Mattresses, and he has done so much with like figuring, trying to biohack sleep. And he's done it from, he, his brother's a professional hockey player and he was almost a professional hockey player, but he had a life situation so he couldn't be. So he's very into like, first he started a juicing business to try to hack that way and then he started the mattress um company and it's so 
it's so interesting how so many people take sleep for granted but you like it seems like after talking to him that sleep should really be a, like a foundation in your health regime yeah sleep is definitely our most underrated high performance tool we have i don't recommend anybody on wall street if um, well, it doesn't matter where you are in the world actually i wouldn't recommend anybody in this space if you're trading if you're in finance if you're in business if you aren't sleeping then you're probably leaving a lot of money on the table what um what are your first just general recommendations for better sleep so I've many, um, and I always say that sleep starts when you wake up, okay? So first and foremost, you need to set your, your clock. We've got this 24-hour clock known as the circadian rhythm. We need to set that, and the way to set that is by getting bright light, okay, preferably from the sun. So if we're going out and we're setting our circadian rhythm at around 7 a.m., then we know that at around 7 or 8 p.m., we're going to start to get a bit sleepy. So that's the first thing that we want to do. The second thing is we want to minimize light between the hours of 8 p.m. onwards. So as soon as 8 p.m. comes, we want to try and minimize the amount of light that's coming in. Um, you know, alcohol, you mentioned it. Alcohol yep, disrupts yep. sleep patterns. So alcohol gets in and it actually robs you of deep sleep and REM sleep. And these two things are really crucial when it comes to memory formation, when it comes to growth hormones, when it comes to recovery. So we don't want to do anything that's going to kick us out of these sleeps because essentially what you're doing is sedating yourself. You're just knocking yourself out. So steering clear of alcohol. And then just the other thing, sleeping you know, at the same time every single night, if you can, um, preferably 10 p.m. Uh, or earlier. And consistency, the brain loves consistency. If you can get into a consistent sleep pattern, that's a, that's a really good thing as well. Do you recommend anything for actually falling asleep? You know, falling asleep, we, I, we classify that in physiology as sleep latency. How long does it take you to fall asleep? Look, that depends on how stressed you are, right? So if you're having a stressful day and your mind is going a million miles an hour, it's going to be hard for you to fall asleep. So eliminating as much stress as you can, sleeping in a cool room. So I sleep on an eight sleep mattress, which is a temperature controlled mattress. So doing something like that is always going to help you as well. Do you um, recommend any meditating as you're going to sleep? I don't, but if a form of meditation helps calm down your nervous system, then that's more than fine. Yeah. Okay, so let's just go, I guess, like, could you just describe to me what an optimal day would be if someone was following all your sort of your blueprint advice for how to optimize themselves? Yeah, well, look, depending on who they are, everybody's very different. Um, it would start by getting a morning walk first thing in the morning for around 20 minutes, getting as much natural sunlight as you can. Um, if you're going to work, then figuring out when the optimal time is to exercise. I think exercise in and of itself is really important. And your morning walk is not classified as exercise, you know? So exercising in the form of going to the gym and doing weights, you can figure out when to do that. Um, 
and coming home and setting yourself up for sleep. So we do a lot of other things such as neuromotor training. Everybody's got their own different protocols. Everybody's got their own um, sleeping environments. We've got some form of um, journaling that takes place and that generally happens after dinner. Um, then there's a lot of supplementation protocols as well. So taking all of Wait, the- what does that mean? Supplementation protocols. So supplements. So depending on okay. your blood work, you may be deficient in a few things and being deficient in, you know, if you've got a low omega-3 index, for example, omega-3 fatty acids, we may get you supplementing with two grams in the morning and two grams at night. So, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So how many people who come to you, I, I think this for all doctors, I think this is fascinating, but make the effort to come to you and you do a full workup on them and give them all the steps to follow. How many people fully implement that? I would say between 95 and 100 because... Whoa, okay. Well, the thing is, it does my company a disservice if you don't follow the program. So we actually uh, let people go. That's the first thing, mm -hmm. maybe fire them. Second thing is, I, I'm not cheap. So you're coming to me for advice. And if you don't put this into place, you're not going to get the results that you need. You're also going to be paying for no reason. So... Right. Yeah. So, and, and we're very careful with who we work with because it's, we can't just work with anybody. It's, you know, I, I've only got a finite amount of time. I've got eight staff members, but I look, I, you know, I look after the most elite um, people. So, yeah. I like that a lot. My, um, my mom is a luxury real estate agent here in Atlanta and she's like been at the top of her game for a very long time. She started her own company and her secret to success is picking the right clients, yeah. which is so, it's always been so fascinating to me because there's people who are sort of like desperate for bit, desperate's a icky word, but they'll take anything. They're like, I can sell anything. I can sell anything, but she like can hand pick what she sells and it has just set her up for phenomenal success that's exactly right and it just doesn't because you know the people who don't implement your protocols can say at the end oh i got nothing from your athletics because i and then that does my company a disservice right because they didn't put in the protocols mm -hmm. yeah irrational exuberance when it comes to killer wine at drastically low prices 30 to 70 percent off retail and free shipping we live for that here at last bottle wines whether you went long or short on GameStop, you'll need a glass of something terrifically tasty, and we've got the goods. Last Bottle is a daily wine site based in Napa, California. One wine every day at Black Swan event prices, usually 30 to 70% off until poof, it's gone. Whether you're a pound the table type, think ultra crisp, quaffable Sauvignon Blanc, or a dividend aristocrat, Burgundy, or Napa Cab, there simply is no better place to buy wine on the web and they always have free shipping. Last Bottle has a deal just for Penny Lane listeners. Use promo code PENNY10 to save 10% on your next order with Last Bottle. The code is good for one order and one order only. This episode is brought to you by a new social investing platform called Personify. 
personify as a gathering place for both stock and crypto investors to share trade ideas, portfolios, and investment analysis with the community. The app was inspired by modern investors who enjoy trading within a community and sharing ideas, but lacked a platform specifically designed for it. Traditional social media platforms like Twitter, Facebook, and Discord weren't designed specifically with this in mind, which makes it difficult for creators to share and learn. Personify is great because it's the only platform that specifically acts as a personal investing journal where subscribers can learn while also keeping track of their own thoughts and ideas. It's a culture devoted to learning and understanding the why behind trading strategies. It's the go-to social destination for both economic content creators as well as students of the market. Download the app and join the Personify community today. All right, we're back. How much of what you implement is diet-based? So we have four areas that we work in, and they're all split evenly. There's sleep, there's nutrition or diet, there's exercise, and then there's the neurophysiology, which is the neuromotor cognitive training. So, yeah. Do you have like a meal plan for people to follow? You know what? I don't. I don't believe in meal plans. I just believe in we look at your, you know, what you need and I'm going to give that to you and you can take into consideration everything else. Obviously, we say steer clear of alcohol, refined sugars, uh, excessive, excessive amounts of alcohol, but wine is okay. But we don't really. Interesting. Yeah. Um, there is a podcast rebecca minkoff do you know who that is she's a has a brand like a fashion brand anyway she has a podcast and she was talking to the owner of a brand called vintner's daughter which is a face oil serum that she's and she got the idea because she came she's like a fifth generation wine family and the way that this family makes the wine is that they only put grapes in it and it turns out from this podcast that there are wine companies that put in different additives and stuff that aren't as healthy as like just the grapes do you what do you know about that i don't know too much about that but i do know that there is organic wines obviously um but i've always wanted to know what the difference is between an organic wine and uh, you know my one of my actual things that i want to do later on in life when i retire is learn about wine. I have a fascination. I'm Greek. Um, so I love food and I love, I love red wine and I'd really love to understand how it's made. Actually in a few months, I'm going over to Europe and I'm going to this olive farm where we make fresh olives, uh, where we make fresh olive oil, but also I believe that they've got a wine making, like you can make fresh wine as well. So I'm going to try that. That's incredible. Yeah. I'm going to send you this podcast. Okay. I'm also going to link the podcast in these show notes. I know you're very, very busy, but it was like from a female entrepreneur and sort of like getting down to the purity of the craft of something. I thought it was really a phenomenal episode. Oh, wow. No, I'd love to listen to it. So um, what made you get into this space? Um, I really felt like I needed to be here from an education perspective. I see so much happening in this world where people are feeling like they're not performing at their best and they're doing things that are just not making sense. They're ingesting coffee. They're not sleeping because they believe that they should sleep when they're dead. They're not aging well. 
they're just not happy. And instead of following the science and the, you know, what we know and what we deem to be logical, they're doing things elsewhere. So, and there was also no spot in sport. When you look at elite sport, there was no, I've been doing this now for, you know, since 2014. Okay. So almost 10 years and it's only just getting a breakthrough, only just understanding the brain. We're still got a long way to come. So I really got into this space very early. And, you know, 10 years ago, we were talking about psychology, which is more so along the lines of how are you feeling? How can we turn it around? And, you know, the psychological aspect of sport and money. Whereas I'm coming in from a hardware perspective saying, well, your brain is, is atrophying. Atrophy is literally loss of muscle cell size. So it's, you know, it's atrophying. And this is why you're not able to think properly. This is why you're not able to react appropriately. And I wanted to come into it from that perspective. Are you from Australia? Yes, I am. So how big of a difference is there culturally as far as like living, eating, aging, that kind of thing in Australia versus in New York? Well, it's not that big, which is why I moved. Australia's got a population of about 22 or 23 million, I believe. Now, America's got, what, 220 million? Um, and you just couldn't compare. You, you know, we're, in America, we're 10 years in front of the Australian market, especially when it comes to the sports field. And so I needed to be where the most elite athletes were. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we haven't got many hedge funds in Australia either. Right. So, yeah. Do you, um, do your athletes come to you or do you go to them? Uh, both. You'll generally find me if you follow me on social media, you'll see that I'm always on a plane. It's because I'm traveling from New York, to, which is terrible, uh, traveling from New York to LA, to San Fran, to Miami. And that's because I follow the teams as well. So mm -hmm. I'll follow Miami Heat. I'll have to, you know, I follow the Dodgers and I travel a lot for that. So it's a, it's a difficult, it's a difficult life right now because I can't scale myself. Man, I hear that. Yeah. Yeah. So, but you have eight people as your staff. Yeah. But people want you. People want me. And my staff members are the thing, are like the CMO, the CFO, the, we've got uh, lead generator, we've got brand, um, you know, so they're not coaches per se. Yeah. Well, I do have two coaches, but yeah. Okay. Gen yeah. And then, you know, in, oh, please. You're in the, you're in the, um, you're, you're in the trading space, correct? Yes. Yeah. What, what, let me give you an example. What, um, what's your, what does your day look like? Okay. So I wake up, um, I am kind of a late sleeper. So I wake up around seven thirty, and then I try to do like a morning meditation. I like to be very intentional about how I spend my day. So I spend 30 to 40 minutes just going through that sort of mind, getting ready stuff go on a walk um, for about 30 minutes, and then I don't really eat breakfast, but just sort of get take a shower, whatever I wanna do, get prepared for the market to open at 9.30. I like to trade from about 9.30 until 11 or 11.30, then I'll have lunch, and then the, my afternoon, I also run an art business. So I mean, my, my favorite thing to do is go to the studio for a few hours and sort of work that creative side of my brain. And then I usually record a podcast from, sometimes I'll do two a day, like from three 
to five or six, I podcast and then I'll cook dinner for my family, put the kids to sleep. That's the day, every day. And <laughs> wow. And do you feel as though, is there any point in your life where you feel like you can be doing much more or achieving much more in the same amount of time? Yes. Yeah. And what seems to hold you back with that? I spend a lot of time on my phone. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know that, mm -hmm. but you still do that. Yeah. And you know, sadly, like when we, when we're not getting out and getting a lot of sunlight in our eyes, it kind of disrupts our sleep patterns as well. And we should be aiming for around two to three hours of sunlight per day. I try and do that as well. Um, and it's, you know, we're really reprogramming our brain when we're on the phone. I always say that you are who you follow. And that's a, that's something that I'm trying to embed into everybody. If you're following, you know, these people on TikTok and Instagram, you end up becoming just like them because you take on their thinking patterns and their thought patterns. That's so interesting. It's like the, you're the product of the five people you surround yourself with the most. Same idea. This is correct. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and it could be something in your diet that you're not having, you know, enough hydration, for example, um, supplements. So, it's just a, yeah, it's something that you have to explore yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's been a, it's been interesting because I have all of these like very big things that I want to do with all three of my buckets, my trading bucket, my podcast bucket and my art bucket. And I am sort of slowly like making sacrifices of things like alcohol or what have you. I'm sort of sacrificing things that I am like, this doesn't foster my dream so my life is becoming much more focused on like I am trying to do these things and but it there is I think maybe aging is part of it too when it's like okay enough trying to do this the way that like you know is wrong yeah absolutely you know yeah what's the breakdown of your clientele men versus women um, that's a, that's so funny that you said that, uh, it's actually 100% men right now. Oh, interesting. Yes. Interesting. Yeah. The, uh, I haven't, um, I haven't got you one-to-one, -one. you know, we're actually just about to launch a, uh, an online school, if you will. No, no, I wouldn't cool. call it school, but, uh, you know, were, we're going to have a lot of online, um, programs that are geared towards helping people at mass because I just can't seem to serve as many people. And I think this area of brain health is, um, one that needs to be out there. I think that the brain, your brain, we all have a brain and our nervous system is something that we need to honor and understand. And if we can, you can, build any life that you want. You've just got to understand your brain. So we're going to have programs such as, um, you know, the brain during menopause or, you know, the brain during stress, uh, brain and sleep, uh, brain and finance, things like this. And, um, you know, they're going to sell them for very, very, very little amount of money, $49 and, um, just have, you know, many of them. So people can be like, Oh, shit, I really need to understand this. I'll yeah. buy this program today. Yeah. That's such a good idea on your part too. And it sort of forces you to get your message compacted, you Absolutely. know, which is yeah. a very nice thing. 
Yeah, absolutely. And we're really excited about that. So that will, um, that will hopefully have a lot of women in it. Yes. Yes. I, so it's, I'm in a, not really that similar, but I mean, our podcast audience is like 95% men because trading is a male dominated thing. And being a woman in that field has been very interesting, but I do feel like it's given me the freedom to explore more of the human side. Like I always like to say that our podcast is a holistic approach to trading. So like you want to make yourself as whole and well-rounded as possible so you can be well-rounded and make good decisions in the market. And I think Mm -hmm. that that's a nice, I don't know, I feel very privileged to be able to have that conversation because, you know, there so much of trading is longevity. Like you have to survive. And there are a lot of people who come in and work very, very hard and burn out very, very quickly and they're gone. Mm-hmm. So you mm-hmm. have to get yourself in a state where you're like mentally and physically healthy enough to go through that incredible grind because it take it can take five or six years well that's right and it also comes down to endurance okay so brain endurance during the day not i'm not talking about for five years i'm talking about how can you just get through the next 24 hours at your peak mm-hmm. you know and that involves a lot of you know are you hydrating correctly are you eating the right foods are you waking up at the right time this is really important stuff Talk to me about hydrating, because I just recently, I had an eye twitch for a month. It was horrific. Um, And during that time, I was like taking all the magnesium and potassium and working on hydrating and working on getting my stress down. And I had to do a Google of how much water you should be drinking. And there are varied reports. I'd love to know from you what you think. Well, that's exactly right. I think one thing that we're missing in hydration is electrolytes. Mm -hmm. You know, our brain survives on electrolytes. So we have these things in our brain. Um, Our brain are made up of cells, but this type of cell is called a neuron. And they're nerve cells and they're through our spinal cord and our brain. And when these cells communicate with each other, it's via an electrical impulse called a synapse. And this involves electrolytes to happen. There's a sodium and potassium pump. So you could say that our brain relies heavily on electrolytes. And unfortunately, because we're not, a lot of uh, financial people, day traders, are not going out. And because they're not sweating, they believe they don't need electrolytes, but uh, they really do. They really do. So drinking electrolytes, are is so imperative for your hydration and that could uh, probably alleviate some of the eye twitching totally i see that water you're drinking is the electrolyte infused water right well i live in new york city okay and for some reason today in my building they decided that they were going to work on the taps so (laughs) i'm just like uh, and they don't tell us I'm like, this is ridiculous. And they send out a, an email saying, okay, the taps are on, but the water is yellow. I'm like, I'm not touching that. And usually I filter my water, but it was yellow. Everything's yellow. I'm like, this is disgusting. So before you called, I ran to, uh, I ran downstairs to the bodega and I had to buy Essentia. This is how I have to live for the next 24 <laughs> hours. It's just ridiculous. <laughs> you know, it's uh, when I first moved here, 
they said they did this. I had to run to a, an interview. And they said, you know, I turned on the shower and I had just gone for a run and I was pouring sweat. It was so hot outside. And they just said, no, there's no water for the next 24 hours. I'm like, what do you mean? And they're like, yeah, welcome <laughs> to New York City. I was like, what? Because this doesn't happen in Australia. So that's why I'm drinking this water. But yeah, I guess it really is purified water and electrolytes for taste. Do you do anything? Do you add, how do you get your electrolytes other than just drinking the purified tap water? I drink um, Element, L-M-N-T. Um, they're sachets of electrolytes and sodium. They contain a lot of sodium. So I drink those throughout the day. Usually just one cup. Actually, I've got some in here. So I've got two drinks with me right now. Do you, um, have you tried liquid IV? Uh, I have, yeah, and I like that too. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So how would you, if one of your athletes had a, like, we, the Atlanta, Bra Atlanta Braves played the Dodgers last year in the playoffs, mm -hmm. so. Yeah. Um, Atlanta won, didn't they? Yes. Yeah. For the first time in a very long time. So, Damn. you know, yeah. Um, there's a lot of really cute players on the Dodgers, so I am jealous that you get to work with the Dodgers. Yeah. But, Let's say you have a World Series game or a playoff game. How, what would you tell your athletes to do? Is there anything extra special you would have them do to prepare for a huge game? Well, yes. That's my IP right there. Um, it's hard for me to tell you what they would do. <laughs> I mean, there are many things that we would do. And I work one-on-one -on -one with them. And we do a lot of things such as visual acuity training. Um, looking into the eye, figuring out all four quadrants of the eye if they're working at their maximum. Um, and we do a lot of training for the eyes as well. And that's our, one, one of the biggest things we do in baseball. What do you do if you need like glasses or contacts? Um, very rare, but some people do. And there are performance-based uh, contact lenses in the Major League Baseball team. And actually um, in, in, um, in basketball, there is a very good player, Steph Curry, um, who actually had a, a figure, I'm trying to think of the disease, um, where his eye was, his, his retina, where it's round, instead of being round, it was actually like in the shape of a football, kind of. And so he had to get corrective eye surgery for that, but that didn't put him, you know, that didn't put him off his mark. He's, um, he got special contact lenses and, you know, he's performing at his peak. So, I'll look that up, but yeah. Most Major League Baseball play players have 2020 vision? Well, no, they've actually got more than that. They've got about 2012. Um, it's called. Without LASIK, without anything, just naturally. Yeah. Well, yeah, some people are born with it. Actually, they say with Major League Baseball that you can predict if somebody's going to be a good ball player based on their eyesight from a young age. Um, it's called. Yeah, so it's called, um, so Steph Curry is living with keratoconus, yeah. Fascinating. I had yeah. no idea. Yeah. Is it just baseball? Um, what do you mean? That has that, like, percentage of people with perfect vision. Yeah, base well, I mean, baseball is, and I, I would say that, um, I would say that tennis is the same because what you're doing is in your field of vision, 
you're having to see a ball travel extremely fast and towards you, you know, at the blink of an eye. Uh -huh. And so the better your vision is 2020, I have 2020. Sure. Okay? Yeah. But doesn't mean that I can see a ball coming. So from, you know, far, far away. So with baseball players, they can see the ball coming in their, in, in their eyesight. They can see it coming before I can see it coming. And that enables them to then react to it in a certain way. Whereas the ball will be coming and I might see it here and they might see it here, you know? So. I had no idea. That's incredible. Yeah. Do you work with football players? I did, um, but I, I'm open when I say that I'm against the NFL. So I, I've got maybe two left, but I'm not a fan of the NFL anymore. For, I'm sure, obvious reasons. Uh, concussion reasons, I think. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. very damaging to the brain. I don't believe that it should be a legal sport. Bo, I'm so excited to tell you something. You know how I've been posting my P&Ls on Twitter and they've been getting so much better? Yes. Okay, so I've been using this new product called Magic Mind. And, you know, we're really into like biohacking and making our brains better. And it's full of nootropics and it is phenomenal. I used to take a ton of Adderall. And then, as you know, I had to stop because I had the heart condition. And this is so much better than Adderall. It is like, I'm so calm. I'm so focused. I'm so efficient. I have been doing things that I've been putting off for years just because they're like on my list and I'm just doing them. You know, I'm not like that. I'm a creative. <laughs> so this is the magic sauce, huh? Yeah. You just take this bottle in the morning. It says it's best to try it for three days. And I thought maybe I was having just a placebo effect. So I got my husband on it. He's will not go to work without it. And then I also have my mom on it. I gave her three bottles and she called me yesterday and was like, I have to come over and get more bottles just so that I have them before my order arrives. We're all on it. And man, our minds are really popping. Wow. Sounds like I am uh, missing out. Yeah. You should try it. Let me tell you how. You can go to magicmind.co slash penny, which you can also find at the link in this episode. And if you use the discount code penny20, you can get 20% off a one-time order or 40% off a subscription. Now I would recommend you go ahead and get the subscription, but if you want to try it, that's fine too. And this offer is only good for the next 10 days. So we have to get the whole team on it. Can you imagine how streamlined the podcast will be? It sounds like a game changer to me. 40% is a lot. That's a lot. Uh, that's a big percent. Um, I really do want to get us all on it so that we can just be like trading superstars and podcast superstars. Well, I'm going to the website right after this then. <laughs> Okie doke. Hi guys. I wanted to introduce you to our new sponsor, Espanita Tequila. 
they sent me some bottles to try and this is you know the unopened one but i think it's so lovely i love their branding it's so clean and fun and i just think it's beautiful i also have tried the tequila and it is very good like i really like just a tequila and soda or just tequila on the rocks i really like tasting the tequila and i think that this tastes great has a great aftertaste and you know tequila's popularity is really on the rise all my friends now are drinking tequila and soda when they used to drink vodka and soda so if you want if you want to try that you can certainly try this brand they're doing very cool things as a company and you can click the link in the bio and find out more um what about golfers I love golfers. Um, I don't have any. I try and stick to my lane. Maybe I'll delve into the golfing world in a few years. Uh, it's very hard to work with many, many different people. Um, I'm, I'm yeah. one person. So I've worked with golfers before, but I don't have a steady stream. Yeah. Yeah. I really liked that when I was talking to Jared Tindler. We're very big on the podcast about the parallels between trading and golf. Um, I think there are many and you, if you have strengths in one, you can have strengths in the other. Yeah. Just personal opinion, but I really am trying to get it out there. Yeah. Um, yeah, look, it's when it comes to the brain, you know, people don't realize that eyes are just two pieces of your brain. So working on your eyesight, even in the, in the trading space can help your brain. So you don't work with traders you work with hedge fund managers well i work with traders i work with portfolio managers and then i work with entire hedge funds you oh, know um, wow. yeah so when i say work with i will you know i've got one in new york city where i go in once a month and we work with around 70 of their traders and and, and managers and just do like a checkup well yeah we'll do a checkup we'll do a um We'll do a training protocol with them. Give them a how, seminar, if you will. How do you measure your work's success? Revenue? <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, yes, of course. But I mean, like, how do you monitor the progress, let's say, with a trader? Like, how would you mark beginning yeah. progress versus... We do pre and post uh, scans. So we'll do a scan okay. on you know week one. We'll also do blood work. We'll do everything. And then we'll do tests. We've got over 50 different tests that we do. And then we'll redo the exact same one six months later. I'm very interested in... Do people rate their happiness like general just life happiness at all uh what do you mean so it would seem to me that if you started doing the things that you knew that you were supposed to do and then started getting success be it with sports or with more money or being better at your job that happiness would come as a byproduct of that that's you true. wouldn't have yeah. No, and, yeah. and it's funny because we've got this guy who is a, um, he's actually, he's our only person that we accepted. Um, he's a, uh, he's in a band, um, mm -hmm. very, very well-known band, but um, he had, he was on tour and his bus crashed and he 
ended up with a huge concussion and he's just got many different problems now. He's been on our concussion protocol for the past three months and he's like, Louisa, he was like crying about how happy he was. He's like, I've never felt this way before. It's taken so long. So I guess so. Do you, um, do you deal with many people who have had any sort of drug problems in there? I'm sure that athletes haven't, but like, there are drugs in society. No, not yet. Thank God. Yeah. I mean, look, a lot of yeah. my portfolio managers um, do have the occasional party drug here and there, which I advocate sure, against. Yeah. yeah. It seems like sort of part of the culture, I guess. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, I think that's super interesting about the happiness and how it can be a byproduct of well, of your process. Yeah. Yeah. I also think it's interesting that people are afraid to act, to be like, I want to do this to be happier. Or it seems to me like that. Like people are always trying to, do, to better themselves to do a certain thing that they think might make them happy or whatever. But like seeking actual happiness sort of seems like a taboo in American society, I guess. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. Because happiness can't really be measured, right? Right, right. Yeah. So you tell me a little bit more about your program that you are launching for the general public. Do you have a timeline for that? Yeah, we, well, it will be second week of August. We're also launching one specifically for day traders, which is great. Ooh, yes. That's so fantastic. It's going to be very exciting. Um, and it's going to be an actual four week course. So it's not just a, a you know, little, it is going to be a four week course. Um, and it'll take you through everything you need to know about your brain and trading excellence. Amazing. Yeah. Starting August in It'll be the mid second August, week of August. Mid-August, so let's just call it the 15th. Oh, I definitely wanna do that. Yeah. I'm so, like so committed to doing stuff like this. That sounds incredible. Yeah, well, we'd love to have yeah. you. It'll be very exciting. Is it, do you get like live coaching or is it just a solitary going through it. You're going to go through it. It's going to be all online and then I will come on twice. So every second week. So you'll get me twice and we'll be doing a live chat like this. Fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, do you have a lot of, have, how have you marketed your program or is it just, you have so much interest already? I have so much interest already. And that's a good question. I'm going to have to, that's my, that's my, why I've hired a chief marketing officer to do that. Um, mm -hmm. but look, it's getting on podcasts. Um, I was on a very big podcast not too long ago, the investors podcast TIP. Um, uh -huh. and that got a lot of interest as well. So I know that there it's out there. I know that there are, and you've probably heard of this. Maybe you're, you, you can be my problem solver. I think <laughs> when it comes to the financial space, you know, people want to know, Louisa, how can I just feel better? I'm feeling lethargic. Mm -hmm. I'm feeling mm -hmm. drained. You know, I stare at my computer all day. Like it's really, it's literally just, we, I, if it's so to me, it's basic, but I was in school for 15 years learning, yeah. you know, um, but for the everyday person, they maybe don't know, you know, the four areas, sleep, nutrition, um, exercise and neuroathletics. What do you have to do in these four areas? Why, how can you apply it? And once you do it, 
is very easy. Once you just do the protocols, you will make more money. That's pretty, I know it sounds ridiculous, but it's, uh, it, it's very much is. It's like, well, you'll see things and make decisions that will end up giving you uh, better returns on your current decisions. Yeah. 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 I mean, I think that you probably need a spokesperson for that. <laughs> okay. Not like a spokesperson, but like, I think once you have somebody go through the program and see the returns and then talk about the returns, you'll be set. like, that's, that's why people join rooms. They pay so much money to other people to teach them how to trade, to do like people want a program to follow. So once somebody with any kind of following does it, I feel like it'll be like wildfire. That's yeah. my, and it's, um, it's, on, it's yeah, it's going to be a very, uh, affordable, very affordable price. So I don't see why not. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Well, hope to have you on in the, I'd yeah. love, yeah, I'd love to do it. Yeah. I'd love to do it. Exciting. So are you, what are the different areas you're doing other than day trading? For the program? Yes. It'll be the entire, well, I mean, uh, day trading, portfolio managing, I think that's going to be the only space there. Yeah. You know, but cool. day trading is, keep... depending on what, you know, I've worked with traders who are making anywhere from, you know, a hundred trades and, you know, down from under 20 you have to treat them differently anywhere from like 50 to 100 i was thinking about separating them but i'm thinking no just put them all into one bucket i think you could do actually like day trading versus swing trading and then you could also if you wanted to do a third one do scalping scalpers are people who make 100 plus trades a day and it's a very different mentality yeah. than like i'm a day trader so i take three to four day trades a day and then swinging you hold you know for two or three days and it's all a different mentality it's a different type of person but at the end of the day i understand that at the end of the day you still need energy you still need to have a high performing mm -hmm. brain and that's pretty much the basics maybe later on you know but we need to start from the ground up like a pyramid and that will be what it is mm -hmm. it'll be literally neuro athletics for day trading 101 understand how to optimize your brain for better performance that was actually a great tagline just there. Yeah. 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 I'll have to listen back to this <laughs> and, and show my team. I'll be like, take that, what I said. Um, yes. Yeah. Well, I think that it's very, very needed in this space. Yeah. Very needed. And I think that there are people who feel, well, right now people feel really at the end of their rope. Well, um, yeah. People Especially are using if you're, a ton if you're in of Bitcoin. money. I've lost all yes. of my money. Yes, well, people are losing a ton of money. We're in a bear market is hard. It is so hard. And day trading, I th this is my personal estimation, but I think about 95% of people who try to do it fail. I mean, so it is like guerrilla warfare. Like you are out there. It is so difficult to succeed. So people come into it down and feeling defeated within the and first it's month oh no it takes a year to feel usually. defeated 
to, no, 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 for the first 95% to, well, the first year, they say 90% of people leave the market. It, within the first two years, it would be 95%. So if you can stay for two years in that final 5%, then that's, those are the people who are able to make it a full-time thing, a full-time job. Um, but even within that 5%, there are a sect of that 5% who are making like minimum wage. So it is an even smaller part of people who get actually wealthy from day trading. And so the everybody feels defeated, even the people who have gone through it to make it to the end. It is mentally and physically and emotionally exhausting. So saying that then, what would you, if you were at that person, not saying you are, but let's uh -huh. just put you in that category. What would make you say, I need to do this neuroathletics program? Well, I would do it because I think that I have learned what I need to learn. I'm, cert I'm, two, I'm over two years in, so I've certainly dedicated what I need to do, what I've made a massive dedication monetarily and I've taken time away from my family, but I still am like struggling. Like I, I have not even made it back to even. I'm doing it every day and not, haven't made it back to even. And I, that, I think that's why so many people listen to the podcast because I represent the vast majority of traders who have made it. And at this point, like I've already made such major sacrifices that I've certainly proven to myself that I want it very badly. So doing kind of whatever it takes is like no big deal because I've already done what I think I can do, you know? So I would be like, if I've done everything I think I can do and I want this as badly as I could possibly want something, then why not Exactly. try a different approach? There you go. There you go. I love that. Well, I'm so I'm so excited for your program. Wish I could start it today. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll definitely um, reach out to you on Twitter when it's live, and um, you can go in and check it out. Perfect. Well, I know um, at people listening to this episode. Plus, I just know the community so well, and I know there would be so many people within the podcast community that would jump at the chance to do that too. So That's amazing! I'm yeah. looking forward to it all. Me too. Me too. And we all like it's such a tight knit group. So many of us in the podcast community like love doing things together. So it would be kind of cool to like if all my group of friends did it, then you like then it becomes like a little thing. Yeah, and we'll definitely you know, know if you've got know. if you've got a group, then we'll definitely give you all a discount. The Penny Lane. Oh, fantastic. Discount. Oh, this is gonna be so fun. Yeah. Plus at the end of summer going into fall, I love to really wind down, really get my life yeah, back yeah. on track, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, That's exactly right. There's, yeah, I'm eating the kids' pizza and, oh. you know, whatever, just surviving summer. So, yeah. <laughs> love a good fall reboot. I love that. Well, Penny, thank you so much. Yes, no problem. I have enjoyed this thoroughly. I'm so excited for your program and I really, really appreciate your time. Thank you so much. And um, I look forward to seeing you in the neuroathletics community in the future. Can't wait.
By accessing this podcast, you acknowledge that the Penny Lane podcast makes no warranty, guarantee, or representation as to the accuracy or sufficiency of the information featured in this podcast. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only, and any reliance on the information provided in this podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast should not be considered professional or financial advice. Unless specifically stated otherwise, the Penny Lane podcast does not endorse, approve, recommend, or certify any information, product, process, service, or organization presented or mentioned in this podcast. And information from this podcast should not be referenced in any way to imply such approval or endorsement. The third-party materials or content of any third-party site referenced in this podcast do not necessarily reflect the opinions, standards, or policies of the Penny Lane podcast. The Penny Lane podcast assumes no responsibility or liability for the accuracy or completeness of the content contained in third-party materials or on third-party sites referenced in this podcast or the compliance with applicable laws of such materials and or links referenced herein.